0: Hello, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Please be sure to follow the Personal Finance Podcast Instagram at personalfinancepodcast80 as well. You can also follow the Twitter page for updates on the podcast of personal finance on Twitter. All right, now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about an RRSP versus a TFSA. This is an important topic to be discussed as many people invest in these accounts yearly or monthly depending on their investment plan. Let's begin by first talking about the basics of what these two things are and what they really mean. So the RRSP was created in 1957 as a first step towards helping Canadians save for retirement. This account allows people to save part save a part of their income before taxes, which will help fund your which will help fund their retirement in the future. Many people make yearly investments in this account in around February and March as the deadline looms by. Canadians can contribute up to eighteen percent of their income into an RRSP. However, it is important to remember that the limit that the government has set. So, for example, the twenty twenty one limit is twenty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty, which will then go up to twenty nine thousand two hundred and ten in twenty twenty two. Now, these are the limits set by the government. But if you want to know the exact exact limits, you should check with your advisor, or local bank or whoever you get your investments done for maybe search it up online so investing in both of these accounts is good but you should be aware of the tax bracket as well so tfsa is a tax-free savings account that lets you invest around six thousand dollars a year which then increases your money. However, due to the low mortgage rates and interest rates, your savings wouldn't grow as much. However, so if you're not able to contribute $6,000 in your TFSA every single year, um you have that much you have that much space next year. So, for example, if you didn't invest $6,000 in your TFSA before this year, then you might have a chance to invest 12,000 if that's even possible depending on your situation. So, Now, you must be thinking, what's the best investment? And the best investment is going to depend on your overall individual financial situation and goals. So, it's important to remember that with a TFSA, you pay tax on money you've earned before you make a contribution. And with an RRSP, you can get a tax refund now on the money you contribute. But you'll have to pay tax later on money you withdraw from the plan. So that basically means to say that if you invest in these TFSC or RSPs, you will have to pay lower taxes, but whenever you withdraw that money, you will have to pay taxes on that. Their difference along with your income, your investment timeline, and other factors will all contribute to making the right decision for your investment dollars. You may find that you can use both accounts simultaneously. So now, let's talk more about it. So let's look at the biggest benefit of a TFSA first. So a TFSA, the biggest benefit is interest, dividends, or capital gains from any investments and savings in a tax-free account are tax-free. This means that the government doesn't tax you on your earnings. It's all yours. So for example, if you've decided to open up an investment uh, through a brokerage or whatever it may be, then if you put it in your TFSA it would not be taxed however if you put it in a personal account it would be taxed and the contribution limit again as in as of 2021 the annual limit is six thousand. unused contribution room is carried forward from the previous years now money you withdraw from your account interest dividends or capital gains your investments earn direct contributions to your account so you do, pay, you do pay taxes on the direct contributions to your account. And now let's talk about the withdrawal with the TFSA. So you can withdraw as much as you want anytime and it's exempt from tax actually. There may be some expectations for this. So for example, if you hold GICs, for example, in your TFSA and you withdraw funds because they are mature, you may have to pay a penalty. So now, you know, um, let's look at what GICs are. So GICs are guaranteed investment certificates. So it's Canadian investments that offers a guaranteed rate of return over a fixed period of time, and this is most commonly um, given by banks or, you know, lend not lenders necessarily, but probably just banks. And also withdrawals made through made from your TFSA throughout the year can be added back as a contribution room at the beginning of the following year. So high interest savings accounts. G- GICs mutual funds ETFs bonds stocks so these are investments you can hold in this plan and a TFSA never expires now let's let's talk about it let's talk about an RESP RRSP actually so in an RRSP the biggest advantage or benefit is that all contributions are tax-deductible in other words if you make $65,000 this year as an example but add. $10,000 to your RRSP throughout the year, it'll be taxed as if your income was 55000 this year. So again, the more you invest into your RRSP for your future retirement or in a tax-free savings account, that means you're going to see money on taxes, right? Because you're, the money's not just lying around in your other accounts. But however, now some people may have borrowed CERB during this time, so they may be actually getting a tax bill instead of a return, which is you know, interesting because, you know, you didn't need to borrow money through the pandemic to survive. So let's go the contribution limit. So for the 2020 taxation year, the annual limit is 18% of your earned income on your reported on your tax return in the previous years, up to a maximum of $27,230. For the 2021 taxation limit, the amount would be 28 thousand dollars, eight hundred and thirty. And then unused contribution room is carried from forward from previous years. And so you don't pay tax on direct contributions, interest dividends, or capital gains, your investments earned as long as they stay in the plan. And so you do pay tax on the money you would draw from your account, which is um, pretty obvious so if you were to take out money from an RRSP you would have to pay taxes on that unless you're using it towards um, a first-time homebuyer's plan where you can borrow up to $35,000 but you have 15 years to repay it back so basically it's a loan from yourself but the one thing that I would wonder is if you're young you wouldn't have too much money saved in your RRSP anyways and your TFSA would just be growing so I don't know if if necessarily you would have 35000 in there. And even if you're, even if you have some money saved in it, you know, you really got to make sure you'll be able to pay it back in 15 years, um, right? But it may be better than taking a loan. It all depends on your situation. So the withdrawals, you can withdraw as much as you want anytime, but it's subject to income tax. There's some exceptions, ex- there's some exceptions to this. So Please be sure to do your own research. For example, if you're holding GICs in your RSP and you withdraw funds before they're mature, you may have to pay a penalty because um, a certificate investment is what it's called. It's a guaranteed investment certificate rather. And, you know, so it's it can provide you with a rate. It can provide you with a fixed rate return over a certain period of time. And this means that, you know, suppose it's locked for three years. I think that that may be right. Three years or whatever. You have to do your own research. Three years. So if you pull it on two years, then you'd have to pay a penalty on that. And also withdrawals don't give you contribution room unless... You're using the RSP for the Government Home Buyers Plan or Lifelong Learning Plan, which I, uh, which we, which I already talked about. And investments you can put in this, so you can do you use can use a high interest savings account, GICs, mutual funds, ETFs, bonds, and stocks. And the expiration date on an RSP is actually there, so you must cash out your RSP when you turn seventy one. So now let's talk more about when it's the right time to invest in a TFSA. Now, a TFSA is a great choice if you're saving for a girl earlier than retirement. Now, you know, in some cases, you can use it for retirement savings too. And it doesn't have the same tax benefits as an RSP, but it is more flexible, I would say, because you can withdraw money at any time without paying tax on it. If on it, and the money you invest is growing tax free. Now this last point that I said where you can withdraw money at any time without paying tax on it, you know, you might want to double check that because I'm pretty sure there may be a penalty, but I'm not exactly sure. So you should be doing your research on that. And with a regular non- Registered savings or investment account, you would be taxed on whatever interest or gains you earn. So, the good reasons of investing in a TFSC are you're just starting out, you know, when it comes to savings, you, you're not making that much money right now because you just started your career or whatever, less than $50,000 a year, so you won't really benefit from the tax perks of an RRSP. You're investing to save for a goal that's earlier for retirement, like a wedding, down payment, on a new home, emergency fund, new car, etc. That may be good, right? So, or you could even put it in a registered savings plans, which would be an RSP, RSP actually, you could talk to the bank about that and see what they'll help you out with. But you expect to use some of your savings soon and you don't want to pay tax on the money you withdraw either. You're investing for retirement, you expect your salary to go up significantly soon and you want to invest your you want to use your TF as a contribution now, so you have more room to contribute in your RSP later when you want to take advantage of the greater tax benefits. So, you know, usually people max out their RSP contribution and want another option for the tax altered shavings as well if if you end up doing that, which it all depends. Now let's talk about when to invest in an RRSP. So, the money you add in your RRSP is tax deductible. This means that for every dollar you place in an RRSP, you can take a deduction against that year's income. So, for example, this means that if you get a higher tax refund, then you invest right back into your T- RSP or TFSA. So, to get the most out of your RRSP, contribute to it when your income is higher and withdraw it when your income is lower, like when you're retired, for example so good reasons to invest in an rsp would be you know the obvious ones you're investing to build savings for retirement you're currently in a higher tax bracket um if you make more if you're making more than fifty thousand dollars you're investing to build savings for your first home and you plan to use your rsp as part of the canadian government's homebuyer plan and you know this allows you to withdraw thirty five thousand dollars tax free we already talked about this and if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year you're investing to build savings for your own education And you want to to use your RRSP as part of the Canadian government's lifelong learning plan. So this is what you need to know about a TFSA and an RRSP. Now, you know, it's always important to do your own research about these two accounts. But I wanted to give you general knowledge for education purposes. And it's also important to remember that please be doing your own research for anything. And thank you for listening to the 22nd episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. All this information mentioned in the podcast are for educational purposes only. And please be sure you do your own research before opening any account from anywhere. Do your own research, look at your own financial picture and um, make sure that you're making the right decision that suits your financial situation the best. And also, there will be new episodes coming out. In the next episode, we will be talking about what is an NFT as that is a hot topic in the finance space and also bitcoin has seen a record high market cap and you know we won't really be talking about that in an episode but it's interesting to see you know how these different types of digital currencies may be the future some people in the u.s are buying using their bitcoin to buy a tesla as well which is interesting to see but let's see where bitcoin takes us and all these other cryptocurrencies but anyways thanks for listening to this episode